0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592, or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Monday, November the 28th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour, Monday, November 28th. Welcome, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. What do we do? The physical delivery of gold and silver. You can give us a call at 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Wendy's here today to take your phone call, answer your questions, walk you through your order. Or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Get that news to disturb the comfortable. I'll just tell you, this show is brought to you again by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner, his name's Joe Jaquin. He's the man who delivers economics with attitude and instructed everyone, you got to have that second turkey. Joe, did you have a good holiday? How are you today, man? And did you have the second you, turkey? Well, of course we did. The,
1: the, <laughs> the backup turkey. We had turkey all weekend. I mean, we had it Thursday night after we returned, Friday, Friday afternoon, Friday night. Saturday, Saturday. Well, when you have
0: two turkeys, you're gonna have a lot to eat there.
1: <laughs> so yeah, we got our foot fill of turkey. all of you had a great uh, Thanksgiving, and uh, we were over at Eric and Lori's like we normally do, and just had a really nice time. The uh, and then you know, I, I for those of you that don't know, we live on what they deem the Christmas light. Street.
0: Very festive, the street you live on, what you're saying, and it's really lit up. These people go to town on doing their houses, what you're telling me? They go to town.
1: There's a little cocoa hut and a food bank drive. You know, people bring a, a canned food donations. And we are now falling into a new tradition where Sunday, my wife and my boys. We do the, the lighting ceremony at our house. <laughs> yes.
0: Sounds very eventful.
1: And, you know, last year, and, and I got to think that, you know, y- you get a routine, right? You, 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 you learn from your mistakes. And last year we probably looked like the Keystone cops out there. Oh, wow, please. your
0: traditional Christmas animals. I mean, I don't hear a camel. I don't hear little lambs. <laughs> we don't have any Nothing little from animals. the manger, but no, you got a lot of no. animals. Well,
1: that's another neighbor. He's got the manger thing. Oh, oh, okay, he's got the manger right, right. Thing. So you know, okay. my, I, I, I'm a, and a credit to my wife. Sure, she's like, hmm, what can we do? So when all the people walk around, that's you know sure. our thief. So you have to put these things together. And even that was easier this year. I had actually put several of them together last year. I think I drop-kicked one of them across the driveway. That much fun and frustration, right? <laughs> right. So I'm just saying that I am proud of my family. We did a great job.
0: Nice. Yeah. Right. Well, good. Well, I'm glad to hear that it was a family uh, affair. You well, you know what's together? so
1: funny is? Our younger son had, was, was sick, wasn't feeling too well. And my older son was asleep, and we, we were like, okay, let's. Pre, we were doing a pre setup. You know, my wife and I were, you know, you got all the boxes down and got them all out. I started laying out the strings of lights and testing them all and doing it before we. And my younger son, who was not feeling well, came outside. What? You didn't tell me? Yeah, you want to be a part and, of it. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I'm like, man, if I, when I was yours, I am like, yeah, don't I, I'm going to pretend I'm asleep. And then I'm like, well, you know what? Go wake up your brother. And I thought that would be some battle. He came outside, I mean, like instantaneously. He was all into it, too. Yeah.
0: Well, just getting in the holiday spirit for both those boys, I think. Yeah, so, so you know what? It gets it's
1: inspection. Maybe it's turning into something that we can do together. So anyway... That's how we spent our Thanksgiving. Friday, Black Friday, my wife did not go out. You know what's funny? This is, this marks the second straight year. Every year since Sarah and I have been together, I just knew that uh, it started Friday and then it got to Thursday and Friday, right? That my wife was going to be out. And I was great because she didn't make me go. Because I wanted no part of it. Last year was the first year she didn't go. They talked about going. This year they didn't nothing. Because usually it's her uh, and and Eric's daughters, Eric and Leanne. They'd go together. Little girls no, events. No, all cyber shop, all online. No no stores. Matter of fact, the only time we went to the store, we needed a few extension cords. Uh, yesterday last night. So, Patriot Radio News Hour, there's my story of the weekend. We'll talk to you when we get back.
0: It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look in the five and ten. Welcome back. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. As we get to the spirit of the holiday season, we wish each and every one of you prosperity and good fortune as we go forward. And I hope it's just, you know, I I just hope everybody's having a, uh, you know, great holiday season. You know, as Joe talked about his his affairs this weekend and putting up the lights, I was just the opposite. My name is Homer Lopez. I am his uh, partner in crime here, but uh, I was just the opposite. I will tell you that you know I had that thought in my head of putting up the Christmas lights and everything. Well, that, that's your job, yeah, right? That's, that's the job. thing that that you I like do. to do. That right? Um, and and you know uh, at my place, it's nothing that my wife gotten involved in over the years and everything. And my house is on the corner, and and this year I thought, nope, we have too much family visiting. And well,
1: I was shocked because you said you didn't do it, and I was like, oh. yeah, yeah. Are I, you not? Are you going to turn into one of those, hey, I'm just not doing it? You no, know, I,
0: I, I, it's something that I like to do in solitude. I want my—I I, I mean, there was six cars in front of my house. you got to understand, my daughter, God bless her, she's back from Australia visiting. So we always had an extra car in front of the house because one of her friends was always spending the night. My son is there from college his cars in front of the house. My nephew's visiting from Sun Valley, Idaho. i got my in-laws visiting. We just had a lot of family. Yeah, a lot going on. And And,
1: and you have a routine. Yeah,
0: I have my routine. And you know what? I I don't want another chef in the kitchen. I'm the chef. (laughs) And so when I do lights and all that stuff, it would have been fine to ask him to help me with the lights and making sure that all... You're
1: saying to him, you're talking about your father-in-law.
0: I don't want him going, hey, you're doing that wrong. Hey, I need your help. Hey, no Thanks. (laughs) So I'm putting it off till this weekend, and I'll do the lights because they're heading home. Well, w- weather permitting, they decided not to go home today because there are snowstorms. Finally, got cold here. Yeah, you know it's 46 degrees outside right now, and uh, you know the last couple of days have been been uh, um, you know getting brisk. As I, I, did, love it. I would say, yeah. you know what I did spend uh, uh, the day after Thanksgiving is, you know our, our our sink faucet in the main kitchen there, the faucet. I I became a plumber and successfully. Pulled out the O and put it in a new... Put it in a new box and just go. I got nicks and cuts all over my hand, and I may have said a few words underneath the sink that were muffled. And <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Those are things that I feel like I accomplished something. So, uh, But we are, you know, our family had a great one. I'm so blessed to have my daughter get home safely. You know, um, what, what, what's amazing to me is she's going to turn around and fly right back to Australia on uh, in mid-January. And so, you know, uh, just sharing our little story with you as well. Um, it has been uh, a blessed Thanksgiving and uh, I hope all, like I said yeah, hope we're gonna have a great Christmas season. Yeah.
1: yeah you bet. So what's happening? So a quick look here. Uh, gold's up a dozen 1190, 91 Silver's up 18, 19 cents, 1665 as the the dollar rally since Trump had become the president-elect faded uh, a little bit today. I kind of anticipate, you know, it it looks like that's run its course. But these are what I'll I'll call, again, the short-term look-at-me stuff. Well, the bigger picture continues to unfold. And part of the reason why I think so many of you uh, tune in every day is because we try to, uh, obviously we'll talk about the look-at-me stuff. But we also want you to know about what's happening. And one of the things that I've been educating people on now is what happened when you open a bank account? A lot of people didn't know, which was surprising to me. And sometimes, you know, you just don't think about it. But when I first made the statement, it was probably, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago When I first started telling people on the air, hey, you know, you don't, it's not your money, right? You do know that, that's banking law. Matter of fact, it's been banking law for hundreds of years. Matter of fact, before we were even a country, this is how far back it goes, that when you deposit your paycheck, when you deposit any type of money into a bank, you become an unsecured creditor to the bank. In other words, You give the bank permission to become the owner of your money, and therefore, allowing the bank to loan it out, right? So there's a reason for it. Number one is, obviously, it would be very impractical for the bank to say, okay, well, uh, hey, Mr. Schmuckatelli, we're going to, okay, if we give your permission to loan this money out, most people probably say, no, why are you lending my money out? No. No, you can't. Right? That wouldn't work. So when you when you open a bank account, you know, and it's all digitalized now, right? And and sign here, sign here, and you got that little uh, uh, like almost like a credit card thing at the grocery store. Hit accept, hit accept, initial here, sign here, and boom, boom, boom. All of those things that you're initialing and signing and not reading. Yeah, you know they don't even ask you to read it. They they've gotten well past that. Sure they have. Right? We're not even going to let, you know. One of the things in that is essentially you signing away your rights to sue the bank. In other words, if the bank did something it should not have done, you're not allowed to sue. And in the Wall Street Journal... This was Saturday's Wall Street Journal. Again, you know, I don't know if it's strategically done, but probably one of the least read papers is going to be the Saturday paper, and let's face it, at least this weekend, everyone was looking for what? The sales. Absolutely. Tucked away is an article about Wells Fargo, and I want to share it all with you. Wells Fargo asked a federal court to dismiss a lawsuit filed by scores of customers over the bank's unauthorized account scandal and compelled them to resolve the disputes in private arbitration. This is the law. Now, I shouldn't say the law, but... I guess it's when you sign all that stuff, except accept, initial sign.
0: You accepted terms to that option. Correct.
1: And in that option, in those term sheets, and this is all the banks, not just Wells Fargo. This is what it says. Hey, you can't sue us. Matter of fact, the most you can do is go to an arbitrator. And one-on-one. In other words... Yeah, we, prob- we, we we know Wells Fargo ripped off millions of customers. Okay, that's what they did. They ripped you off and hoped you didn't notice. Those customers now are trying to form a class action lawsuit,
0: and you think they would have every every right to do a so? Solid foundation, right. And a case?
1: Wrong. San Francisco based giant motion filed in Utah as the Thanksgiving holiday neared is aimed at the first punitive class action lawsuit filed after Wells agreed to pay $185 million in penalties and $5 million in customer reimbursements for operating as many as 2 million accounts without customer
0: authorization. Okay, a dum dum like me wants to know that 85 million that they paid, who did they pay it to?
1: 185. They paid yeah. that to the uh, um, and I'll have to, to I want to but say the, not, the SEC. It's or, not to the people they ripped yeah, off. Correct. Correct. The five million in customer reimbursement, in other words, uh, fees that they collected. The bank also moved to dismiss the case. Wells Fargo reached, oh well, here it is, Wells Fargo reached the settlement in September with the Federal Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, and I didn't know that. That was a, a bureau they created after the financial crisis. The U.S. Comptroller of the Currency and the City-County of Los Angeles, the agreement has sparked customer anger as well as Congressional and Legal Investigations of the Banking Giant. Wells Fargo's latest court motion is aimed at what it characterized as an unwieldy case that has, features 80 customer plaintiffs and 17 legal causes of action against the bank. Here's Wells Fargo's reasoning plaintiffs agreed to arbitrate any disputes with Wells Fargo, including the claims they assert in this lawsuit, that plaintiffs are judicially stopped from arguing otherwise as a party cannot... And they said... They cannot rely on the contract when it works in their advantage, and repudiate it when it works to their disadvantage. In other words, Wells Fargo is saying, "Hey, they hit accept, and when you hit accept to open the account, you agree that hey, you won't, you can't file class action lawsuits. Matter of fact, you can't even sue us in court." We can commit fraud. You just can't do anything about it. Correct. The customer's court complaint argued that Wells Fargo outpaced its competitors and the relative number of, of accounts open uh, per customer. And this is the thing. And, and don't be fooled here. You don't think everybody knew that this was happening? Of course they knew. You don't think the auditors knew? Of course they knew. And, and let's say, by the way, just because you decided to be negligent and and make the... Well, well Fargo, they must just be the best at this, because they open up and they charge they have more customer accounts per customer than any bank in the entire world. They just must be what? They're better than J.P. Morgan, B of A, you know, UBS, and Royal Bank of Scotland, and all every bank, and not just by a little bit. The number was so egregious; they all knew it. yet nobody wanted it as, you know, eh, they're not ripping me off, so what do I care? And Warren Buffett loves Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo managers and bankers have for years engaged in unethical and illegal practices and were gaming their customers openly and manipulating fee-gathering customer accounts through often unfair, fraudulent, and unlawful means. I got news for all these people. I'm going to keep you posted, but they're going to win. In support of its legal argument, demanding customers only can go to an arbitrator, Wells Fargo cited a ruling in September of 2015 when a California federal court judge granted the bank's motion to compel arbitration in a case filed by customers who also accused the bank of opening accounts without permission. Again, this has been going on forever. Just as recently as... September of 2015, a group of customers tried this, and Wells Fargo uh, successfully won. Court records show the California case has now been reopened. But uh, Wells Fargo is now saying, hey, listen, it's going to go the same way. But this is just another thing all of you need to know. And... One of the reasons that is becoming more and more important as we sit here and we watch how all of this is unfolding, as we see all of these the escalating debts, we see these central banks doing things that they swore they would never do, because they said this will cause huge problems, but they're doing it anyway. Why they're doing it? and what is going to happen to what you thought was your money. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break.
0: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Eagle Forum dedicated to continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and helping win the battle against forces that mock traditional values, deny freedom of religion, and would redefine the family. Now, from the Eagle Forum studios, here's Ryan Haidt.
2: Massachusetts passed a civil rights law which could put people of faith in jail for following their sincerely held religious beliefs. The law criminalizes discrimination against certain protected classes in public places. One of the protected groups is transgendered people. That means Massachusetts could put a pastor in jail for telling his congregation to only use the bathroom of their biological gender. The law did not specifically cite churches or people of faith, but it is easy to see how religious people will be targeted for their faith. That is why the Massachusetts Commission Against Discrimination released a document to address the implications of the new law. It said, quote, even a church could be seen as a place of public accommodation if it holds a secular event that is open to the general public. All persons, regardless of gender identity, shall have the right to the full and equal accommodations, advantages, facilities, and privileges of any place of public accommodation. Well, this commission does not seem to understand how churches operate, the vast majority of churches are always open to the general public. These churches' primary mission is to reach out to their community with the gospel message. This law will also affect all church outreach ministries, including soup kitchens, homeless shelters, and community centers. Christians should not be forced to comply with a standard that violates their religious beliefs and sense of decency. In the eyes of many Americans, transgenderism should not be a protected class. Unlike ethnicity, sex, or nationality, transgenderism is not based on a tangible, unchangeable difference between people. The state of Massachusetts should be concerned about protecting innocent church-going women and girls, not confused men who claim to be women. Churches have an obligation to protect their members from dangerous predators. There have been many cases in recent weeks where men have taken advantage of transgender bathroom policies to prey on women and girls. No person of faith should be threatened with a month in jail for living by his sincerely held religious beliefs or for caring about the safety of women and young girls.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Religious liberty is under attack in schools, churches, and private business. A new wave of hostility to religion is being touted by the media and upheld by radical judges. Ego Forum wants to hear your thoughts and first-hand experiences. Go to egoforum.org and join the blog conversation. That's egoforum.org. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
1: No, sir. Welcome yes, back to Radio News Hour. Double J and the Love, the Monday after Thanksgiving. I guess today is Cyber Monday. Cyber
0: Monday, so everybody's shopping online today. My wife's not. I think she, she had her... My wife had to go to work.
1: Yeah, so my wife we had to go meet with our tax guy, so let's face it, she but probably...
0: She's <laughs> at work if she's with him.
1: Right. She'd rather be doing anything other than that. But the, uh... I will say this, we've... Succeeded Successfully tested our shopping cart. I know it's been frustrating. A lot of you are frustrated that that uh, our new cart has been down now for three weeks. Bear with us. We're, we're close. Uh, we we have tested it. It works. We, we've got a few coding things that need to be handled, uh, but but we are making progress. Uh, and as soon as it is up, uh, we'll all be uh, relieved. And and I think you'll be, it'll be worth the wait because it really is better. Uh, of course, it's hard to say it's better when you don't have it at all.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I get, I get, yeah. Obviously, we're just. I think it's a, uh, it's a you got to be patient type of deal. Just be let, patient. Let me, I wanted to ask you a question because you know over the weekend there was a lot of different things that happened in current events and in social. Media and all these things. Of course, Fidel Castro died. Uh, but the one thing that took my mind—I wanted your opinion on—is you know they're they're doing a recount because Jill, whatever you know, in Wisconsin, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, is there? Hillary so, wants a so, recount now. Now all of a sudden, after Hillary concedes and all these other things, what's your take? I guess I want you to share with our, our listeners is what's your take? Is there any? Any chance that, say, they do a recount and all this? I mean, what what the chance of that they now, re- It's re- just
1: another debacle of... of
0: it's an, you know what I took it as? It's just another thing that's dividing this country.
1: Well, it'll continue to be, and that's how they want it to be. Um, and I, I don't put anything past anybody. This is... It's not coincidence. It's not an accident. This is all by design. And... Uh, We'll just have to wait and see Because really ultimately At the end of the day There's already The plan's already been laid out Right? And all of this is just uh, I guess the path that we take To get to wherever it is That they want us to be And you know And I like like George Soros You know the, This is a guy He doesn't believe in God Right? Uh, his comments about uh What happened in World War Two are very telling of the kind of man that he is. Uh, Of course, he was a, 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 and I hope I'm right on this. And then I know he was Jewish, but he was a Hungarian. Uh, His father was a very prominent member of society and convinced um, a, a prominent member of the German Party. To say that uh, George was his uh, godson, and that he adopted him, and was was active in uh, the stripping of the property from from the Jews, and and he said, and and his, and he says this all the time, so you can look it up yourself. He's willingly admits. Well, if it wasn't me, it'd have been somebody else.
0: Those were his exact right. words yeah. on One 30, may be somebody else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: One may be somebody else. And no, I don't feel any remorse about it whatsoever. Uh, but but anyway, I don't want to get into that. I apologize. I, uh, but just, it, I, I think it's important for you to know one of the primary drivers behind this is, is George Soros. And I think it's important for you to understand uh, what his beliefs are. And, and so now you know uh, that, that he doesn't believe in God whatsoever. And uh, kind of gets you to understand uh, when when it doesn't really matter how it happens, right? Hey, if it isn't me, somebody else will do it. So if I don't destroy your currency, somebody else will do it. Right? If I don't destroy your borders, somebody else will do it. And we need to, to make sure that this doesn't happen But as you start to see all of these things That I share with you today uh, All of these people that have been Ripped off by Wells Fargo And have no rights You have no rights And you need to make sure You protect your assets You need to protect your wealth You know when you think about What these central banks are doing These are policies that every central banker 10 years ago would, would have been this will be cataclysmic for these countries for these for the fiat currency these are things that should never be done talking about rates at zero negative rates charging for deposits banishing the cash and i've got another story as this thing really you know we talked about india we talked about australia let's go back to greece now greek banks now proposed a series of new measures to combat tax evasion because that's the there you go here's another one and in greece i will tell you in greece this is kind of like uh uh, how do i say it? it's kind of like a, a national sport right tax evasion black market economies have existed in greeks in greece for hundreds of years and and quite honestly really when you think about it and i'm not advocating people don't pay their tax as my wife is that our tax guy as we speak none of us like paying them and you think about The amount of taxation that has been put upon us and think about what our founding fathers would have thought right this was part of the tyranny that they were trying to get away from right the the forcible separation of your hard earned dollars taken from you to be given to somebody else that was never the intent. America was going to be different. Right? The federal government used to collect all their money on tariffs. That was it. That's all you got. And now, of course, we see how quickly we've really turned into, what, a socialist type of government. Right? And I, and I still don't get it. You have all of these people out there. You know, wanting to let, you know, to erase our borders, right? And they protest all the time and all of this. And you think about, you know, one of the things that that they talk about at infinitum about what was wrong with America and they blame us, right? The government blames us by saying we're not educated enough, right? That's the line they, we've got to be more educated. We've never been more educated. Matter of fact, when you look at, at Arizona and why we do so poorly in high school graduation rates, Most of them are the illegals that come in, the the younger illegals that come in. Yeah, they don't speak the language. They don't speak the language and they're not educated. But we're going to get back to what's happened in Greece and the new banking measures that are coming everywhere. Coming to a bank near you, Greek banks have proposed a series of measures to combat tax evasion, strengthen the electronic transactions, and limit the use of cash in the economy. One measure proposed is a special tax on cash withdrawal. Here it comes, here it comes. Banks and bankers reportedly stress that cash money can easily and largely be channeled into the black economy all the evildoers therefore a tax on cash withdrawals will will drastically reduce cash transaction and by extension the black economy they go on to suggest that also credit and debit cards as well as new technology enabling cashless transactions, even for small amounts. See, I told you. They'll start with the big stuff. But they're going to get it all. Mobile phones can be used for the purchase of newspapers at kiosk and other small things. What they are proposing mandatory use of cards or other electronic payment networks for every transaction within professions where there is a strong evidence of tax evasion or where cash is mainly used. In other words, there's no tax evasion but they always use it. Places like, you know, bakeries I mean, we all know, right? That's, that's where you go to launder your money. You go to the bakery. Kiosks, street vendors, chestnut sellers. Apparently that's the big item in Greece. By the way, the Greeks are great bakers. And I only say this because when I, growing up in Syracuse, and it, it's not this way anymore, but my grandparents, both sides, my mom's side, my dad's side, uh, for those of you that don't know And I've told this story a bunch of times our, our name was Last name my dad's side Was Gia Quinto Of course the name They changed the name Because well you know The Italians weren't that highly thought of You know they were one step above the Irish Right that was That was about it But Both sides lived in all Italian neighborhoods My mom lived in a section of Syracuse that was called The Block. And they called it The Block because it was this apartment complex and it was a whole city block. And they built it in a square. Right? And so in the the middle was the courtyard of the apartment. It was all Italian. The whole place was nothing but Italian. And they each had their favorite bakery where they'd get their Italian bread coincidentally both of them two different bakeries both of them run by Greeks i don't know anyway so therefore when i say the Greeks are great this is why so i you know just just say it mandatory use so that was number 1 mandatory use of cards or elect- electronic networks for transactions above a certain amount. Now they already have this in effect. In other words, hey, wait, how much is that? Oh, well, then yeah, we can't take cash. Like here, right? If you want to bring me more than ten thousand dollars, that can't happen in cash. But now they're talking about mandatory amounts. That that isn't you know ten thousand. That's a lot, right? I mean, that's a lot of money, ten grand. But now you're talking about hey. Hundred bucks? Oh, well, wait, wait. You want a hundred dollars? Oh, sorry. You got to use your debit card. Got to use your credit card. We got to have a record of that. I don't know what you're doing with a hundred dollars in cash. Reforming the tax system to introduce a revenue expenditure system. Households or professionals will only be taxed on the amount of income that has not been spent. In other words, hey, when we go all electronic, if you spent everything, (laughs) you don't get taxed. Any of you that save anybody, however, well, we got a new special tax we'd like to introduce to you. And listen, when they when governments go broke. By the way, I just saw the debt clock. Nineteen trillion eight hundred ninety-seven billion. I mean, the thing is, it's just incredible.
0: Seems to be going fast.
1: It does, right? I'm like, we're never going to make it. Though we're going to hit twenty trillion. Trump may not even be be president yet. They'll come up with any way. Households and professionals will now have strong incentive to seek receipts for any expenditure in order to increase their expenditures and reduce the tax that they may have to pay. One way or another. See, and people think all the time, and I know a lot of people say this about gold companies. Well, I'm not giving them Michael. Right? I know that's what we used say. Yeah, you are. Right, Look at the Greeks here. Listen, they're tightening the noose. I'm not reporting it. I'm not going to follow that. I'll pay with pennies if I have to. Well, that's great, but we're going to introduce a tax that says that uh, any anything you don't have a receipt for. <laughs> right. Here comes another special tax. But guess what? They're still not done final segment coming up next. So talking about how do they get there? How do they get compliant? And I know a lot of you, me included, I want to say I'm not doing that. Yeah, we will. Hey, any record you don't have, if you make 100 grand, but you only got records for spending 80 grand, we're going to tax the other 20. right? What are you going to do? You're going to get the record. Right? Hey, we're going to uh, have a special tax. Oh, you wanted to take out $500 in cash from the bank? From the ATM? Oh yeah, well there's a tax on that too now. Lastly, an obligation for all businesses, regardless of size, to pay all employees' salaries and wages electronically, period. And now, all of you know, if you work for an, even a uh, an average-sized company, you know, you got, I, my guess would be, if you probably got more than 20, 30, 40 employees, they don't even give you the choice. Right, yeah. you're, you're getting it electronically deposited. And all all of the big ones, absolutely, that's the only well they'll pay. pay you. Direct deposit. Direct deposit, that's it. And so you're sitting there and you're starting to, when you really start to understand the law, look at what Wells Fargo, look at all the customers, and look at what they're going through at Wells Fargo. That's the law. You're out of luck
0: the big lie. They weren't looking out for right. you. They were looking out for themselves. And then
1: you start thinking about all the new regulations coming down, and we've been talking about the money markets. So which already in effect. Hey, at any point in time, we can say, nah, you can't take your money out. At any point in time, we can just put a tax on it. We'll let you take it out, but we're going to tax it. Right? Your IRAs, your mutual funds, your 401Ks. Matter of fact, here's what I, You know what? Tomorrow's show, I'm going to redo. I'll redo the the two articles talking about that because that's really, you know, the bank accounts one way, right? Right. But the most the most of America's wealth, it's in their 401ks and it's in their IRAs. It's in their money markets. It's in their mutual funds. And that's precisely the rules that they've went after. And you notice how they didn't even need Congress to do it. Matter of fact, the Treasury, the Federal Reserve, they're working with the G20, and this is this is global regulation coming. And this is why you need to take the time and you need to put some, some gold and silver away. You need to have some hard assets put away to protect you. And you think about the risk that these central bankers have put all of us in. And they keep trying to pretend like they fixed something. And electing Donald Trump did not fix the dollar. It didn't. It's fundamentally broken. Just like all fiat currencies are broken, but they want it to be broken. The realities are they want this to be broken why because they want to go to a new currency an electronic currency where they can essentially manipulate everything and have total control that's why you have to have some things put away that aren't in the system call us 800-951-0592 that is our toll-free number make sure you place your orders today everyone take care god bless everybody Have a safe Monday.